You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Please, I don't know if your neighbor has wished you Merry Christmas this morning. If they haven't, please collect it from them. They owe you one this morning. Merry Christmas to everyone sitting just beside you. Hallelujah. It's a great privilege to be at LifePoint. I think this is my first time here. Uh, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm so excited, so privileged to be in your midst today. And I believe that God of heaven will touch everyone in Jesus' name. The Bible says, in the presence of the Lord, there is fullness of joy. And whatever it takes for your joy to be fulfilled, God of heaven will supply in Jesus' precious name. Can we say a word of prayer before I begin to share this morning? Let's bow our heads. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus, once again, we say thank you. For the privilege of seeing today, we say thank you. Father, I shall speak your word, charge your word with power. Let it minister grace to every hearer. And let your will, your counsel be established in every life this morning. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to appreciate Pastor Idris in absentia. Hallelujah. Please, can we celebrate Pastor Idris? Hallelujah. I also want to appreciate Pastor Godman, Pastor Tunde, all my wonderful uh, pastors, hallelujah, the people whom I've been with for a few years and uh, since the Elevation Church started. And for me, there is no other better company to belong to. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, there is something we do in Life Point that uh, I also want to do this morning. We call it God Experience. We do want to listen to my own God Experience. <laughs> So I'm going to do my own God experience in a few minutes before I go into the message for today. Is that okay? All right. Now, I was born into a Christian family. That's why you have my name as Emmanuel. Okay. And at a point in time, because I wanted to belong, I wanted to jive, I wanted to gyrate, I shanked the name Emmanuel. I took my other name, Ade Shokor. And so people called me Ade Shokor, Ade Shocks, Shocks, and all that stuff like that. You know, because Emmanuel sounded too religion, you know, it's spooky, it limited your ability to interact with the boys, you know, and everything. And I remember very well that um, we'll go to church and it was all an enforced routine. And any excuse I could come up with not to go to church, I would come up with it. And in all these I knew I was looking for something. I was looking for a relationship. I was looking for love. I wanted to have fun. But everything around me was speaking of regulations. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go here. Don't go there. Don't touch this. Don't move with these people. And I'm like, excuse me. You're taking my life away from me. So immediately I had the opportunity to get out of the house. Ah, freedom. And so I did everything they said I should not do. I joined the Ikegite. We went to campuses to gyrate. I know some of their songs, some of them still ring in my mind. No, I won't sing it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I was at Ilya Olumo. Those who know it will know what I'm talking about. And then before we went to, I got admission, and then it was Mecca. Praise the Lord. And uh, when I got admission to the University of Finnish that's Atife, 
there was this fellowship they told me was the happening fellowship on campus. This fellowship had babes. Wow. Once you get there like this, they just give you a babe. Bam. And I'm like, seriously? Let me go and find out. Seriously. They said they hug each other. They kiss each other. It's like, wow. That's the kind of church I'm looking for. So, this particular day dressed up to stop very well. Because I didn't want to be disqualified. So getting there, sat down, and the service started. And then the worship started. Then it was time to greet visitors. And then the service ended. And nobody gave me a babe. I began to wonder, ah. I thought they said, when you come in, a babe is handed over to you. To cut the long story short, I experienced something in the midst of these young guys that was true love. They showed me so much love. They exemplified love. They made the love of Christ real to me. I didn't see any regulations. I didn't see any do's and don'ts. All I saw was a relationship with God. And that sucked me in. Because I was looking for adventure. I was looking for fun. But really, what I was looking for was a relationship. A relationship. I was tired of the do's and don'ts. I was tired of the limitations that was placed on me. But I knew I wanted something deeper. I wanted something that would cut across. And lo and behold, these guys introduced me to Jesus Christ. Not that I've not had Jesus Christ. I've not heard about Jesus. And remember, I told you I was born to a Christian family. So religious things were like the normal thing in my home. But it wasn't causing it for me. I still felt that hollow. I still felt that emptiness. I knew life had to be much more than this. And when I encountered the love of Christ, I realized I had that love all along, but I couldn't relate with it. I couldn't identify with it because it was packaged for me in a different way that I could not identify with. And that brings me to the message this morning. Jesus Christ is risen for the season. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. The best gift to mankind is the gift of the son of God, Jesus Christ himself. That's the best gift. That's the best gift. That's the best gift. And just like I was looking for love all around, relationship, but it was close by, I couldn't identify it. The same way things are happening now that many of us, as it were, don't identify with it. Look at the birth of Jesus Christ. His advent was the most important event in the history of mankind and will forever remain the most important event. Praise the Lord. 
it will forever remain the most important event. It marked the emancipation of man. <laughs> we are talking about God coming down to our level, to take, us, to take us to his own level. God identifying with us in flesh and blood. God coming down to our own state to identify with our sins. We're talking about God, the incarnate himself, coming down here to the surface of the earth. And you know the funny thing? He came to the world, and the most important people in the country did not identify his coming. Let's read from the scriptures this morning, the book of Luke, chapter 2, chapter 7. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Is it to some people? To how many people? All people. So the coming of Christ is the coming of joy, is the advent of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you, you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now, this account tells us how Jesus Christ came. The scripture says, he was in a manger. It was not packaged like the Jews were expecting him. And because it wasn't packaged that way, they couldn't identify with him. And if you read from this Matthew's account, the scripture says, even Herod, who was the king then, did not know that the Messiah had come. Even though they tried to explain to him, he still couldn't understand it. Because they felt, ah, if the Messiah is going to come, why must he be born in a manger and not a mansion? Why should the Messiah come through a carpenter? Not a captain. So the question I want to ask you this morning is, can you deal with a God that can, that can, that can operate outside of the box? Can you deal with a God that can do things beyond your frame of mind? 
And that can only happen if you have a simple heart. You see, if you are too complex or you are distracted, you might miss out of what God is doing. Hello, are you with me this morning? Yeah. If you are distracted, you will be missing out of what God is doing this morning. Why Christmas is the time of joy. It, it reminds us of when God, when Jesus Christ brought joy to the world. So if you are not mindful of what it is, you will miss out of the blessings. You will miss out of the blessings. God is looking for simple hearts. The message of Christmas, the second coming of Jesus Christ, is very simple, but you may miss out. Because you are focused on total different things. Your, you, 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 your, 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 your mind is not, is, is, you're looking for Christ in a complex way. And all he's asking for you is to accept him as your Lord and Savior and let him have an interaction with you. You know what the scripture, I read the scripture in the book of Revelation sometimes ago. It says, behold, I knock at the door. It says, if anyone opens up to me, I will come into him and sup with him and he with him, with me. Now, when I read that scripture in some other translations, it says, look, I will come to him and we will have dinner together. We will have an interaction together. We will interact. It's like saying we will gist together over dinner. And that is the kind of relationship God wants with us. And that is the reason why Jesus Christ came. But if your mind is too complex, you feel to get to God, you have to struggle. Maybe because of your past experience and you have a lot of things that you think will stop you from getting to God, then you'll be shortchanging yourself. The truth is this. There is no sin you will commit today that can outweigh the love that God has for you. God loves you in spite of you. Yes, he hates the sin, but he loves you. Hallelujah. God hates the sin, but he loves you. He says he has loved you with an everlasting love. An everlasting love. And all you need to do is to open up your heart and receive it. That is the reason for this season. Praise the Lord. That is the reason for this season. So I want to ask this morning. What is the source of your joy? Is it that Christ is in your heart? Is it because you have received him as your Lord and Savior? And you know, in spite of whatever is happening, it's got your back. Or your accomplishments and your acquisitions. Acquisitions. You know, let's read Psalm 24, verse 4. That's, that's, that one of, I want to point out something there for us. Psalm 24, verse 4. Is somebody with me this morning? Hello. Life points. Are we still here? Okay. 
Psalm 24, verse 4. It says, Who may ascend unto the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place? He who has a clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul to an idol, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. It says, Who shall? And in these days, we, we, people had idols, you know. So those idols kept them away from assessing God, from their access to God, assessing the blessings of God, assessing the joy of the Lord and everything. But in other words, we don't create idols again today. We actually buy them. Praise the Lord. I, I'm sure if, you, if I enter into your living room, I won't find a, an idol at one corner with oil and uh, egg and uh, chicken feathers <laughs> anywhere near your living room you are too touch for that but do you know what we have idols that car that you worship in fact if not that fuel will 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 tell it would be, if not that um, the money for four will tell in your pocket some of us will prefer to carry our pillow and our duvet and get into our car and sleep there overnight pastor goma was sharing an experience he had how a, a man some years back had this mercedes s-class and i think he was one of these commercial bus drivers just maybe kind of just brushed the car. This guy came out of the car, went to the boots of the car, brought out the wheel spanner, and headed for the head of this driver. To him, the car had become an idol. So he didn't, the life of this guy didn't matter to him anymore. So we have idols. And these are the things that keep us away from assessing what real joy, true joy, really is. It's your joy based on your position, your accomplishments, your acquisition. They are not enough. They are too fickle to be the source of your joy. They are too fickle to be the source of your joy. They are too fickle to be the source of your joy. The Jews were expecting joy to come supernaturally. That the Messiah will just come from heaven and then there will be thunders. There will be, there will be thunders and lightning and this man will just show up like Superman. They never believed it will come through a carpenter. So in one of those days, he went, he went to their midst and then it was, they saw him and he was performing miracles. And he said, uh, is this not the carpenter's son? We know him now. His brother is there with us. His sister is there with us. We know the mother. You know, Matthew 13, verse, 35, verse 55. Matthew 13, verse 55. They said, is this not the carpenter's son? It's not his mother called Mary and his brother James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas, and his sisters, are they not all with us? Where then did this man get all these things? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and in his own house. Now, he did not do many mighty works because of their unbelief. 
they couldn't do anything there because of their unbelief. You know, that was the Messiah came. He was on the scene. He was performing miracles, but they're still waiting for the Messiah. They were still waiting for the Messiah. They still thought he was still going to come in one spectacular way, and then they would believe him. Their hearts were not simple enough to receive him. I just want to encourage somebody this morning. Have a simple heart. Hallelujah. Have a simple heart to trust God, to believe God, and to accept the joy that God has brought to you this season. And you know what? I want to say this to somebody this morning. You can have all these acquisitions. You can have all these accomplishments, and yet you lack joy. Am I right? Yeah. But you know what? You can't have joy. You can't have joy, and you lack all these other things. Let me read from the book of Joel. As I begin to round up this morning, it will, it will make some meaning. The book of Joel. Is it, can it be displayed on the screen, please? Is it possible? Can we have it on the screen? Joel chapter 2. Joel chapter 1, verse 12, brother. Because I want us to read it together. Can we have it? Okay, if you have your Bibles here, I'm sure you, I, I, I'm sure we read Bibles in Life Point. Praise the Lord. So let's read together the book of Joel chapter 1, and verse 12. Joel chapter 1, verse 12. Are we there? Can you read it to me, with me this morning? Okay, let's try and read together. Let's go. One to go. The vine has dried up, and the fig tree has withered. The pomegranate tree, the palm tree also, and the apple tree. All the trees of the field are withered. Surely joy has withered away from the sons of men. When joy withers, everything begins to wither. When joy is taken away, especially this season of recession and everything, like somebody was, was, uh, was, was telling me this morning, he said, look, Nigerians are no more as happy, as joyful as we used to be. And I don't want us believers to fall into the same trap. Praise the Lord. Somebody said, it is not because you are sad. It's not because that you are, it's not because things are bad that you are sad. It's not because things are bad that you are sad. It is because you are sad that is why things are bad. Let me take that again. It's not because things are bad that you are sad. Things are bad because you are sad. So in other words, when you refuse to be sad, if things were bad, they will be turned to good. That's why the scripture says in the book of Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10, it says, do not be sorry. Let me read it. 
He said, then he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow. Do not sorrow. It says, for the... Hello, can you read with me? For what? One more time, please. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Do not sorrow. Don't allow what is happening on the outside get on your inside because it will depreciate your joy. Your joy will leak out. And when joy goes, strength also goes. And when strength is gone, like the scripture says in Joel, it says things begin to wither. Things begin to wither. Things begin to wither. Hallelujah. Someone will ask you this morning. What's going to steal your joy this season? Will you allow fear of the unknown or fear of tomorrow to take your joy from you? Jesus Christ has come and he has come to give us joy. Accept this joy. Live in this joy. Be conscious of this joy. Fill your heart with the knowledge of God and the joy of his presence. Let nothing take away your joy. And I said this, and I said, look, you don't need to be afraid of tomorrow when you know the one that holds tomorrow. Hello, are you with me this morning? You don't need to be afraid of tomorrow when you know the one that holds tomorrow. If you have a vital relationship with Christ, he holds your tomorrow. Can I hear an amen to that? He holds your tomorrow. And the truth is this. Your tomorrow will be fine. Your tomorrow is secured. And I want to prophesy to somebody this morning that your future is brighter than your brightest past. No matter what your past had looked like, as long as you are in God and you are in his joy, praise the Lord, and you have a relationship with him, Proverbs chapter 4, verse, verse 18, is your portion, is your reality. It says, the steps of a righteous man shines more and more as a covenant child that is your reality. That is your reality. That is your You should walk in the consciousness of it. And that should provoke joy on your inside. Praise the Lord. That should give you joy. That should give you joy. That should give you joy. So you can stand up. Irrespective of what is going on around you. And you can tell yourself. And tell the situation. I know my future is bright. I know God has got my back. I know he's reliable. He is dependable. He's a faithful God. I can celebrate him. 
and he's working all things together for my good. Can I hear an amen to that this morning? So I want to challenge you this morning. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. Be conscious of it. Walk in the reality of it. Don't allow depression. Don't miss out of what God has done. Don't miss out of the blessings of the season. And I see everyone finish this year in celebrations in Jesus' mighty name. And you are starting the new year with great joy in the precious name of Jesus. Whatever the devil has stolen, let me tell you something this morning. If the devil cannot steal your joy, he cannot keep your goods. If you, won't, if you will not allow that tears in your eyes to come up again, but replace it with thanksgiving. The scripture says, in everything, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. It says, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. What has happened to you may not be the will of God. But give thanks, and then what happens, the will of God will be activated. In everything, give thanks. It didn't say give thanks for everything. But in everything, it talks about the situation, the circumstance where you find yourself. In everything, while you are still there, give thanks. It's called sacrifice of thanksgiving. That means it's not going to be convenient. Sacrifices are not convenient. Sacrifices are costly. So you are giving thanks and it's costing you. Because you will have actually decided to engage a pity party. But you have chosen to refuse to be pitied. You have chosen to refuse to be depressed. You have chosen to refuse to be sad. And you have chosen to give thanks to God in spite of the situation and circumstance. What you have done is to engage heaven. Is to activate the will of God to supersede what is happening. Will somebody give thanks this morning with joy in your heart? Will you join me on your feet this morning? Hallelujah. Just join me on your feet. Just join me on your feet. Just join me on your feet this morning. And I want you to just go ahead and say, Lord, I receive your love. I receive your joy this morning. I, 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 I know you came for me. You came. You, 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 your only son, Jesus Christ, came for me. And I'm just so glad. I'm just so happy that I'm yours. And I'm yours. That I belong to you. I'm just so glad. I'm just so glad. I just give thanks. I just appreciate you, Lord. I just appreciate you. I just appreciate you. Thank you, Father, for the, you are the reason for the season. I just appreciate you. I just appreciate you. I just appreciate you. Father, I just bless your name. 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 I just bless you. I just bless you. I just bless you. Thank 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 you. Father, I say thank you. Father, I say thank you. If you don't know what to say, just go ahead and say, Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. I celebrate you. I give you thanks. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. For sending your son. I give you praise. For the joy. For the joy of salvation. 
for the joy that your son has brought to the earth. I say thank you. Thank you for making me a partaker, a beneficiary of this joy. I celebrate you, O oh God. I celebrate you this morning. I celebrate you this morning. Thank you for listening to a Lord, message from the LifePoint Church. To download Lord, more free you. messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.